Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. So I have a question for you. Ask away, madam. What's cooler than being cool? Uh, being ice cold. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I wish I was ice cold. I'm, I don't think I have a fever. Oh. But I'm just a bit overheated. Oh, I'm sorry. It's that time of year where the heat is going all the time so hard in all the apartments and it's so cold outside, except that doesn't make sense because it's March. <laughs> no, I feel like... March is cold. Fair. It only doesn't make sense because the rest of the winter hasn't really been like this. Fair. Here in New York City. It's the first day that this is first sunny, like warm day here in a while. It's been so rainy. It rained. It stormed, dare I say, stormed yesterday Uh On, on what's today, Thursday, on Tuesday night. We were all at dinner for Lily's birthday, and it was thundering and lightning outside, and it thundered while we were at dinner, and I'm not exaggerating or being hyperbolic. The entire restaurant went quiet. Whoa. It was like they had never heard thunder before. That's an intense moment to share as a collective group of human beings. Yeah. I do love a good storm, but not when I'm out in it, obviously. 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 I'm not daft. Okay. So things are heating up in this show. Okay. Okay. It's okay. crazy. Take a deep breath. It's been a minute. I know. I just wanted to say, because we started talking about it a little bit before, but this episode left me with so many questions. I have a lot of questions in an unsurprising fashion about just like time. A hundred percent. I am imagining we're going to have some of the same issues to raise here. Um, how was, how was your week though, my dear? Oh, well, I suppose we could talk about me for a while. Uh, my my week has been pretty good. Um, aside from I'm working from home today because I'm a little sick baby who's refusing to admit that I'm really, truly sick and should be taking probably more significant meds than Mucinex. But She's a stubborn Aries. I'm going to. That's right. I'm going to jujitsu my way out of this shit instead. So uh, I like to think that I'll be able to breathe when I sleep again soon. Mm. But other than that, I'm floating through, you know, mm. life. How about you, baby? Um, You've had some developments. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> well, there's that, there are two developments I can think of. Um, well, uh, I cut all my hair off. Uh huh. An excellent one. Um, and someone's going to be teacher training. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, whatever. Um, 
That's not a whatever. Don't you whatever me. Uh, we celebrate our accomplishments here. I am, That's exciting. I'm helping coach a teacher training in the summer. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Um, I had a panic attack last week. <gasps> Love those. It was weirder because I've, I maybe this is like an L.A. brand of panic attack because I rather than like my normal anxiety ridden escalated heart rate can't breathe very yeah. frenetic i was just like i can't move i think we talked about this on sunday and it's interesting because at the time you were like i don't think it was a panic attack and it's for exactly this reason it was so different than the usual i yeah i don't you're know you're getting new flavors i don't know if it was a panic attack but i definitely had like debilitizing yeah. debilitating something yeah super fun but I did have therapy on Tuesday, and that was just stunning. (laughs) Shout out to my therapy forever. I I feel like I broke up with Liz, though, because we were talking, and I was like, hey, so what do I need to look for in a therapist? And she was like, oh, we like talked about it. And I was like, you'll still talk to them for me, right? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, okay. Which is really sweet. It's like if you moving between relationships, you had to have the previous partner talk to the next one to be like, here are the quirks. This is all the traumas. <laughs> Trauma, baby. Um, Hi, Bridget. Hi, Brooke. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Splat, Splat. the podcast <laughs> where me, Brooke, and me, Bridget, talk about sex, sex in, in the, the city. city. 10 years younger and 20 years later i wish that all of you could see us trying trying to, to do that say that in unison i think we just got to accept that it's either going to happen or it's not mm. you know like roll through it like most things in life that's true pretty much everything it's either going to happen or, or it's, it's not. not um do we have what else is going on um what is going on i continue to be surprised by the passage of time can't believe (laughs) (laughs) it's march if you did not see um our tweet on splat it killed me it's so good i'm so glad you um pointed it out to me so there was a like a quote tweet that was um you quote the tweet and you type in i'm a fill in with your zodiac sign and that's why and then see what happened and Brooke and mine are an amazing comparison because mine says, I am an Aries and that's why I'm not going home tonight. <laughs> and Brooke says, I'm a Gemini and that's why y'all think I'm going out tomorrow. <laughs> Truly perfect yin and yang right there. So funny. One of us is never coming home and one of us is never leaving our home. That's true. Although there are significant parts of us that could both be both, you know? Ugh. Nuance. <laughs> Personality. Huh. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> never heard of her. Never met her. Never heard of her. Don't want to know her. Don't want to know her. No new friends. No. Lots only new friends. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. So, yeah. This episode is kooky banani riku. Yeah. In lots of ways. I mean, they're just, they're, as you've said, as we've said, as everyone knows, they're just jam packing things in here. And talk about the passage of time. I mean, the, it, none of it doesn't make sense. It's, 
I guess it does. I guess it. You know what? I'm thinking about it. And I three seasons. Has it been three seasons since she turned 35? Yes. That's just so box. So okay. So each season is a full year. year. It's just like weird because we've only done one birthday episode. So this suggests that Samantha is now. Wait, but we know Samantha is now 45. Sure. We just we just learned that recently, right? So that means there are seven years between her and Carrie. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Okay, okay, okay. So maybe it's just us uh, refusing to accept what the show is telling us well, about it's the passage hard of time in this universe. When there's a child, <laughs> yeah, that does not help. Although I guess Brady did turn one, so you know, many things. But still, because it's season three, season four. That she has the birthday party where she is. Yeah, because season four is Aiden and season five is Burger. See, well, season five, end of season five into season six is Burger. So we still have Aiden like season four. So it's like beginning of season four, season three is big. And that's when the birthday party is, isn't it? I guess. I guess it must be. Wild. Well, this is episode 15 of season six and it is called catch 38 um for many reasons that we will get to here we go this is catch 38 in three two one she'd been dating the russian for two months that's like great information (laughs) Uh uh-huh when we hit a relationship mark so rare i didn't even know it existed he gave her he gave me the alarm code which like it's crazy to me that a new york apartment has an alarm i haven't had an alarm since like my house in florida i don't think i've ever lived in a house with an alarm but yeah definitely in new york although i guess he has a lot of valuable art and his entire livelihood and he's famous and money so you know that helps but it's funny he also gives her a key to the apartment yeah he loves and i'm like it's it's funny he he definitely does but it's funny that the alarm code is the thing that seems like such a big deal to her i'm not quite sure why well now she can now she can break in yes she can steal the art and she says go on a it was chase across europe it was a level of security she had never experienced in a relationship so she's telling samantha about it they're at a doctor's office samantha's in a robe that's hanging open and uh is very cold but she wants to be distracted, so she's asking Carrie to tell her all the lovely things about the Russian. Yeah. So Petrovsky. So they do. He looks. She looks crazy. She's wearing a fringed zip-up hoodie. That is how we describe every single <laughs> outfit of her. She looks crazy. Yeah, it's a weird hoodie. Lots of colors. She loves a, a mix of uh, bold primary colors. Jewel tones. Yeah. Jewel tones. So the doctor comes in, and it's relatively good news and that the lump has been biopsied and she has stage one breast cancer mm-hmm. um which, which is samantha's really happy about because it's the least like severe type of cancer yeah best chances of treatment and survival and all of that but what she's not expecting is that the doctor tells her that she still should have basically like preventative chemotherapy mm-hmm. just to make sure there might be you know molecular traces who knows and he and mentioned samantha that- that is it, not thrilled. And it, he mentioned that it's more common for women who didn't have children. Statistically. Well, because Samantha asks him how this could have happened to her. Yeah. And he says, well, you know, there are a few data points that we research, you know, that um, age and uh, something else. And then he lists that 
there's research that shows that it could be more likely to develop in women who don't have children. Mm -hmm. And Samantha does not like that because she feels like the doctor is telling her that it's her fault that she has cancer. Yeah. Which I think is an understandable emotional reaction. And I think it's just to like. To be fair, I, it's not what the doctor is intending, no. but it is a, an entirely fair reaction. And I personally don't think I would want a male gynecologist. No, I think I would not be comfortable with that either. I don't think he's probably a gynecologist. Um, he may. Well, you're right. He would be a cancer doctor. He would be a breast cancer doctor, but still. I think in general. Oh my god, yeah, it's I'm a vest. It's not even a hoodie. It's just a fringe zip-up vest. Well, that doesn't make any more sense. So it tracks, I suppose. <laughs> uh, Miranda also looks a little kooky. She has on a multi-patterned tweed button-up coat that makes her look like I don't know. I don't know either. But Samantha Annie. is wearing a fucking perfect pink leather jacket. It's really very, very, very good, and. Uh, they're at lunch, brunch, dinner, whatever it is. Steve wanted to go on a little trip, so they're going upstate for four days. For a honeymoon. And everyone else at the table is like, yeah, you're going on a honeymoon, Mrs. Slow down there, Mrs. And Miranda's like, it's not a honeymoon. It's just a whatever. <laughs> and it turns out that they're taking Brady with them. And they're like, no. You can't take Brady with you. A honeymoon is just, Samantha says, a honeymoon is just sex and room service. And... Miranda's like, yeah, that's why it's not a honeymoon. It's a whatever. <laughs> and they're like, what have you got against honeymoons? Miranda just like hates being heteronormative. She, yeah, she does not like conforming or feeling like she has to, you know, check off boxes <laughs> or whatever. Carrie calls <laughs> Charlotte, I think. The, she's like the star. I'm with Stara David over here. And it's just like such a it's... weird jab. But I'm like yep. obsessed with it. <laughs> There's no context for it. It's just apparently what, how she refers She's to She's like, her oh, now. this fake Jew. <laughs> so Charlotte uh, and Carrie volunteer to watch the baby. And while Samantha, I mean, while, while Carrie is saying she'll do it, Charlotte behind her back is like, I'll, I'll help. I'll make sure she can do it. And Carrie's like, you can shut up. And Samantha's <laughs> like, not me. I don't want anything to do with the baby. And that's why I have cancer. And it's like, oh, well, here we are. <laughs> Carrie wears a lot of really big hats. Hats. She this looks like, a, like this is a niche reference. Page boy hats. But she huge. looks like a character on Icy Tower. Oh sure. Don't know what that is. Oh, Willing it's to a agree game that I anyway. played in middle school where you wore a little child thing and you just like jumped up the tower. Sounds riveting. So Carrie is carrying Brady and the stroller down the stairs. She's trying out two labels, mother and a clothing one. And she it calls Charlotte calls her to see how things are going. Charlotte's like, I don't know, organizing her pantry. Well, she has all kids snacks. She's got applesauce and animal crackers and goldfish. Right. She's like ready for Brady. And, and she's like, Carrie, are you ready? And Carrie, because Carrie says she's taking uh, Brady over with her to at the artist's apartment. And Charlotte's like, what if it's not baby proof? And Carrie's like, oh, don't worry. We're going to just set him loose to run around and Wrap him probably in a pillow. leave some knives out. Yeah. She's very f cute about it. Charlotte's like, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Samantha has heard about this doctor who Charlotte recommended to her, but also who she'd heard about through other people. But the doctor is amazing and is supposed to be booked all the way out through March. So, Char- so Jesus, Samantha is going through the, her whole, he, I know this person and this person told me this and I have this connection with the receptionist, but she is having no luck. This conversation makes me so upset because she's like, the woman's like, March and Samantha's like I'm dealing with cancer and the receptionist goes all of New York is dealing with cancer and it's like um no, no. and also what also I think I think it would be fair to say that like everyone else in this office you know or everyone else who comes here with an appointment has cancer but all of New York and Samantha's wearing this like crazy like aluminum foil trench coat and boots yeah, it's interesting. She she looks a little bit like um, "Hit Me Baby One More Time" music video. Sure, that's the essence of it. She meets another woman who is sitting and waiting because basically Samantha has heard that occasionally if you just sit and wait, you can get in. You know, if someone cancels, etc. And this woman next to her is like, "I've been waiting for two days. Good luck." And Samantha tells her the story about how she once wasn't supposed to go to a Mick Jagger concert backstage but then she talked her way backstage and she blew him as if to be like look I can talk my way in anywhere she's like I'm a nun yeah so the other woman is a nun which she's like but don't worry I liked your Mick Jagger story (laughs) and then Samantha um she just like freaks out about that this woman hasn't had sex meaning you know it like tracks with this like not having children getting breast cancer thing. And she's like, can you even masturbate? And this woman's like, this nun is like, I've never asked. Which is so funny. (laughs) Yep. Despite their habits. So the, the, the nun also is obviously not wearing a habit. She does not look like a nun. She's in plain clothes. Civvies. As they say. Civvies. So Carrie shows up at Alexander's house and she opens the door, goes to turn the alarm off. And Brady knocks over a vase. And which shatters. So Carrie grabs him and runs back over. But she, of course, can't remember the, <laughs> the door code. And luckily, Petrovsky's across the hall. And he, and he comes. comes over. He's he's laughing. Like he has He's not laughing at her, you know, but he's just, like, so amused by the whole thing. And Brady is seven now. Just kidding. <laughs> but she hands – he really looks like it, though. He Brady is handed to the artist because Carrie tries to jokingly give him his key back. And he's like, no, no. And Carrie has a moment of watching Alexander be very, very charming with baby Brady. The most disarming thing of all. Ugh. And she, like, looks Upstate- at him. Upstate. We see a lot of Dave Eigenberg's butt in this episode. Of his whole body, honestly. So they have four days off. They're up in a cabin in the woods. They've just had sex. Steve wants to just like chill in bed with her and Miranda can't (laughs) do it. Pathologically unable to to sit still and relax. She's like, let's go for a walk. And he's like, no, let's just lay here. And she's like, what? No. She's like, I, I, she like tries to literally lean in and it's like, should we get dressed? She like keeps asking and Steve's like, no, I'm in a, like, like, I plan like, to be naked for four days. Koalas her. And she says, I'm going to unpack. Can and I just say, says, all right, knock yourself out. That the, um, the caption kissing sounds makes my stomach crawl. <laughs> Especially in comparison. We, we get a flash of dong in this. Do we? 
Yep, when he flips over on the bed. I didn't see it. I've, it's the teensiest flash. Hmm. I haven't seen a dong in centuries. <laughs> Honestly, same. It's been a thousand years since I last saw a dong in the flesh. Um, <laughs> yeah, is that your cane? Yeah. Are you walking with a cane? I got you. It's so Miranda <laughs> goes looking. There's no radio. There is no, no TV. TV. There is a CD player with one CD of flute noises in it. And so she also realizes that she's forgotten her cell phone charger. So her cell phone's going to run out of battery. And Steve says, it's just you and me. That's okay. And I'm like, except that you have a child. A baby. And you need to be contacted in case of emergencies. I'm assuming there's like a house phone or Steve has a phone, something. But yeah, that's that would was my first thought too. And then cut back to Carrie and Petrovsky. Carrie with the rosiest cheeks of literally all time. Carrie is, yeah, she looks lovely, but Brady is doing art with Alexander. And during this very intense conversation they have, Brady at different points is like, looks so wise and like is watching Carrie like way beyond his ears. It's so funny. But it turns out the artist has a kid, which takes Mm. Carrie by surprise. And he's like, I don't want kids in the future. I've gotten a vasectomy. And he goes, how old are you? 38. And Carrie goes, I felt like I was just shot with a 38. And which I thought at first I was like, oh, yeah, that's because she's not that old. And then then it turns out she She is is 38. 38. And um, I was like, when? So I think what she's upset about is her just like realizing how old she is in terms of or maybe that she realizes that Alexander thinks that she's old enough that because she hasn't had kids already. Yeah. She didn't want them. Yeah. So Charlotte and Carrie are at the park with Brady. And Charlotte is sharing like a black and white cookie. A gas. She's like, well, you have to. Break Although up Charlotte with him. is eating this black and white cookie and breaking off pieces with her gloves, which I just refuse to be some to believe is something Charlotte would actually do. <laughs> She's cold. No, but they're her fingers. They're her food gloves. Right, 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 right. She changes back into the nice leather ones yeah. for the rest of the day. Um, it's just like. Charlotte can't believe that Carrie is even thinking about not having children. And it's basically like, you have to talk to Alexander and also uh, vasectomies are reversible. Which like, are they? Do you just untie them? Oh, they are. They can be undone. Yeah. It makes me, always makes me think of that scene in the office, the dinner party where Jan and Michael get into a fight and he goes, do you know how many, (laughs) do you know what it's like to have a vasectomy and then have it reversed and then have it again at your whim? Snip, snop, snip, snop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh boy um charlotte really is like you can't be afraid to talk to him about this you have to figure out what you want and you have to have this conversation with him and she's like it's a man and she says you hardly know sh- she says i think you're a baby person you're a closeted baby person and Char- charlotte she's she says charlotte you didn't even want to leave brady with me for two days and charlotte says yeah but like look at you now you're doing a great job. And she goes, how's that cookie? And Carrie goes, so good. I forgot to have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then she tells Charlotte about Petrovsky's kid. And Charlotte says, boy or girl? And Carrie goes, I forgot to ask. <laughs> Which is why she's not a baby person. I'll never be a yep. baby person, a la Joanne and Rent, who's not a theater person. <laughs> 
So there are a lot of good shot carry reaction shots in this one. I'm like the cameramen and, or they're new editors or something, even this late in the game. So Miranda and Steve are taking a bath. <laughs> Uh, and Steve is, it honestly looks great. There's their cookies and rose petals and champagne and she's between his legs up against his chest and he looks so happy, but she is like upset about everything that's happening. And he's <laughs> she just, like, she keeps getting bubbles on herself. And he goes, Miranda, I want to wash your hair. And she's like, no. <laughs> and he's like, let me wash your hair. And he, he wants does, to do something romantic. And but Charlotte's the way like, that okay, he washes have... it is like the way that you wash a dog. <laughs> it's like very aggressive. Yes. And it's a weird angle. <laughs> he get, he grabs soap and rubs it between his his hands. And then like he's just like slopping tub water onto her hair. And Charlotte, I mean, God damn it, Miranda, at first is just laughing. And then is kind of like, what the fuck is happening? And then soap gets Heart in her soap eyes. soap in my eyes. <laughs> Soap gets in her eyes. What's a girl to do? So Miranda looking incredible <laughs> in a uh, fur Russian winter hat, her negligee, her coat, and her boots is out in the middle of the woods and calls Carrie. And she's like, this trip is screaming. You should be having sex with your husband again. The fire, the tub. We've already done it twice this day- today. It's like sex is the only thing on the itinerary. And so Carrie's like, so it sounds like this is great. And Miranda's like, I'm miserable. <laughs> this isn't great. Uh, I went out to get ice and now I'm in the middle of the woods. She I goes, left Steve at home. Last night, Steve and I held hands sitting on the couch for an hour and a half watching the fire. He was looking into my eyes. I was looking for the remote. <laughs> oh, it feels good to be sarcastic. You can't be sarcastic on your honeymoon. <laughs> Which like, if I can't be sarcastic on my honeymoon. I have the same thought. I'm not getting well, married. Well, so. So what Carrie kind of says that she's like, you should just talk to Steve. And Miranda's like, I can't. He's on his honeymoon. <laughs> okay. There's something in the bushes and, and I hope it's a wild animal. And not, and not Steve trying to have sex again. She's just miserable. And it's so confusing. I think she is also like a workaholic and a control freak. And uh, she doesn't, she's not good at slowing down that Miranda. That's true. Raccoon. Thanks, Bridget. After Miranda, (laughs) well, that's what she says on the phone. After Miranda used the S word twice, I wondered, did we want perfect babies and weddings and honeymoons? Or did we think we should have perfect babies and honeymoons? How do we separate what we could do from what we should do? And here's an alarming thought. here's an alarming thought. It's not just peer pressure. (laughs) It seems to be coming from within. Or why are why are we we shooting shooting all all over ourselves? It's just like. (laughs) And yeah, that sounds gross. It's a great you pun. Say it, out loud. it is. I like this. I wonder especially a lot because Sarah Jessica Parker is just like giving you like thought acting where she's like, yes, she, there's a lot of like, ooh, what's this next word I have? Like, I'm going to lick my lips. Ooh, I'm going to mumble a generic. That's what I mean. This whole episode is so focused in on the Carrie reactions happening. I thought it's it, great. I thought it was funny. What do you, I think this is actually a pretty potent. Um, I wonder. Yeah. I think it's a really good one. I think it's also really applicable to um, our, our age as well. Still, yeah. I mean, I think at any point defining the woods for, or the want to's from the shoulds or the need to's from the shoulds or the, yeah, it's. 
Yeah, there are always shoulds. Well, it's also just but that like, doesn't mean they're right. When you have normies around, like from high school and like the social media of it all, like yep. like getting married and having babies and like especially I think as artists, the timeline is just so wacky and different yeah. and like. I have definitely have moments where I'm like, if there is a different version of my life where I like I'm already married and like like our parents were like Oh yeah. Having oh yeah kids and like Yeah, no, I mean we are there are people our age who are living wholly very different lives, which is and like there's a there are worlds in which that would have been a life I lived, you know, in different circumstances. Yeah. Totally. Truly truly mad to contemplate um smith jared is back and he's so cute also we get a harvey weinstein Weinstein i know i had a moment because they're at a party and um samantha wants him to stay and he's like "Uh, no i've been out a bunch i've been partying in la i just want to go home with my girl and the doors open and there are pa- a paparazzi outside and samantha lets the door close and she's like i don't really want Listen. my photo taken he says, what's going on? We haven't spent the night together since I've been back. Did I do something? And she's like, no. And he says, well, something's up because he's beautiful and he knows her. I love him. Smith, when you were in L.A. And she tells him. She tells they him about cancer. my breast and it's cancer. And then the door opens and you get like a reaction shot of like them being upset, which is tough. Yeah, very tough. Ugh, I'm glad she told him though. I'm glad she didn't draw it out or like make it a game. I know she's he's teaching her how to be a human. Mm-hmm. He calls her on her shit, and she's starting to listen, which I love. And Carrie asks Petrovsky about his daughter, who we find out is 22, lives in Paris, and is named Chloe. <laughs> and he she lives there with her mother. And Alexander was married to her. The only marriage he's ever had seven years was great for five of them. Uh, and that's that. And he like, and he's being very forthcoming with her. He pulls out his wallet to show her a picture because it's, you know, the two thousands. This is my little thing at the age of four in our little house in Santorini. I wonder if that's, um, Anna. I bet it's, I I think it's probably Alexandra, her older sister. Maybe. I guess it could be either of them given when this was shot. That's so funny. So funny. And she so asks, why only one child, she says. And he likes. Good the, for her. She, I mean, she's asking the hard, big questions. Yeah. And he's honest. He's like, I like my life the way I like it. And I got lucky with Chloe. But, you know, it's her seventh. This photo, it's her seventh birthday. I, we can't. Everything's purple. Purple cakes, purple dress, purple shoes. It was great. It was great. But, you know, he just like he loves him and he loves his daughter. And you can tell that. But like, that's all it is. And Carrie Samantha all of a out sudden. with her titties out. She's living it up with the boobies while she can. And Carrie is like now all of a sudden like obsessed with having children. <laughs> when like she doesn't even know if she wanted to be married two years ago. I think, but I, yeah. And I think it's that ticking clock thing where the pressure, yeah. you know, probably for a 38 year old is really intense. Yeah. And she says like, what if, you know, what if that's not in the cards for me? And Samantha's the perfect person to talk to about this because she's like, okay, then bye bye baby. What would it be like if you were with Alexander and there was no baby involved long term? And Carrie says, paints a beautiful picture. I want it. Yeah, sex, travel, sex love, and love, extraordinary adventures, extraordinary adventures. Like, ding, comfort, ding, ding. <laughs> not too shabby. 
And Samantha says, if this is where that's, I mean, Carrie says, if this is where that's going, but at this point, you know, we've only gotten to security code and a robe question I need to ask. It's just, it's impossible to ask. Uh, and she basically, you know, it's like, will you love me enough to make up for the to make fact, up for the fact that I don't have a baby? But I didn't. Have, but like, he doesn't want a baby, you know. And it's only been two months with this. It's just like it's a hard conversation to have. Thirty-eight years and two months. But she's only been dating Petrovsky for two months, and that's like a really early point in a relationship to like commit to big things. Yeah. Also, I'm not sure that that is the question to ask because Petrovsky doesn't want another baby or I guess she has she doesn't know that for sure yet so she's deciding she doesn't want I think that's it she doesn't know yet for sure that he doesn't want more no he doesn't want more he said he's I think he made that very clear he's already made that clear because I know they talk about it more later but okay so he's made it very clear so I don't really understand why her not wanting kids wouldn't be something he was into you know what I mean no but she she wants kids she's worried about if she should stay with him but she thinks it's too early in a relationship to have a conversation about that because she right about the kids in general yeah about her wanting potentially wanting kids but I don't think I understand why the question she was saying is like will you love me enough if I still love me enough if I don't have a baby I think it's because he has this love and affection for his child. It's like, I don't know. I think it's like something yeah, okay. that I, I don't understand it quite either. Um, yeah. But well, you can circle back when we have the rest of our conversation later. Right. So Charlotte calls Miranda because hilariously, um, baby Brady wakes up and stands up in his cot and sees Harry. And in his cot? Charlotte. In his crib? Do you call it his a cot? Crib, his cr- I, I mean, it's a crib. I think a cot works, but um, I'll allow the, the question. Um, and sees Harry and Charlotte having sex. And Charlotte, of course, is so Freaks worried out. that she has scarred him forever. And calls Miranda. And Miranda's like, oh, do you have a legitimate excuse for me to get out of here? But she's like, listen, Charlotte, he's a baby. He doesn't even know what his own nose is. And Harry's like, and, and <laughs> Charlotte's like, Harry, Brady needs to be very far away from this conversation. And Harry's like, sorry, he already just said the sentence, sex is dirty. And Charlotte <laughs> is like, this is a nightmare. <laughs> it's not funny. She just goes so, you know, so completely to town with some things that Charlotte does. So Miranda gets back to the cabin and as she's like stomping around and sniping at Steve and how upset she is and Steve is basically like uh listen I actually like not doing things sometimes like just reading and hanging out and Miranda's like four days is such a long time and Steve's like actually it's really not but it's all all I I can get off work oh yeah and Miranda's like, oh, God, I'm an asshole. Because she kind of has been yeah. a little bit. Like, you couldn't deal for four days with the guy you just married and love. And he says, yeah, but you're my asshole. And she's like, I just uh, think I have a brain and I can't do it. And then Carrie's like, well, once the honeymoon was over, the honeymoon began. <laughs> because uh, he, Steve says to her, we're going home tomorrow anyway. The honeymoon will be over. And that turns Miranda on enough that she then wants to have sex with him. So back in the oncologist's office, the nun shows up in a habit and is like, bless. 
And Samantha's like, wow, you are really pulling out all the stops. And she goes up. Samantha goes up one more time to talk to the receptionist. Um, and she, the receptionist tells her that there's just no fucking way basically. And then she's flipping through a magazine and opens to a page. That's the pap shot of Samantha and Smith in the doorway after the cancer conversation. And she's like, that's you. And that's Smith Jarrett. I'm obsessed with him. And then she turns her computer around embarrassingly to show Smith Jarrett's girlfriend, her, uh, screensaver of naked Smith's. Well, and she's like, oh, well, I'm sure Smith Jared would come with me to an appointment. And it was the she basically cons her way into getting like and she's like, if you give the nun an appointment, he'll kiss you on the mouth. (laughs) It's so (laughs) stupid. So she which is really sweet, though, because Samantha gets the nun in also because they've spent a couple of days like bonding and talking, you know. And it's funny because like Smith like would because he loves Samantha. I know he really would. He would absolutely. So they get in at seven forty-five and at eight the next morning, which the doctor doesn't like, but she'll do. Smith, does Smith get up that early? And Smith is like, for this, yes, I think he would. And then she gets the nun in on it. It's very sweet. I like and her her brooch. Me too. I like her whole outfit. She's wearing this like blood red, uh, like crimson pantsuit. Beautiful. Yeah outfit i mean her body is unlike anything i've ever seen yep and the nun is so delighted of course so carrie she goes oh my god and samantha goes no oh my boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) carrie this hat is this just coat it's the same thing big big hat but this time it's pink crochet it's like a little feels a little culturally appropriative to like rastafarian culture it is. It's that style for sure. And that, I think that's kind of what the earlier one was too. This one is much more clearly that, but but she is wearing like, like white woman style. a blue velour jacket that I love. And cashmere gloves and a billion different patterns and it's a lot. But I do love the jacket, indeed. And Alexandra is basically like, you've been really quiet. What's up? And Carrie is kind of like, I just wanted to know because I think I could be really be with you um and she's like I think it's maybe early to say and 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 he sort of talks about like how wonderful it is to be a parent she says if this is something you're thinking then like I need to I need to know you know she's basically like are you in this for the long term too because I'm 38 as you said and uh so I'm so I'm 38 (laughs) basically yeah which is like, I guess, old. <laughs> I think in terms of her feeling like her biological clock is ticking. Well, and he yes. and he's like thirty eight is young. And he also says, as you said, I could really be with you as well. It's so cute. He's so good at loving her. Mm-hmm. He says, but believe me, I know who I am, and I won't change my mind. I'm simply too old for that. For kids. Yeah, for being a parent is an extraordinary thing. I love how honest he is with her and straightforward and just, like, he hears what she's saying and she is honest with him, too. Oh, it's just such a good, healthy communication. I love him. I do, too. She stares at him and takes a big, deep breath and says, I am kind of cold. And he pulls her into his coat like a little bunny burrowing into a den. And it's very sweet. Yeah. 
I don't know, didn't know exactly what I wanted, but I felt like I was getting warmer. Literally, because she's wrapped in his coat, huh? So, very good. It's a really sweet ending, honestly. It's a good, it's a good one. Um, and that So Carrie's 38, which means... Oh my God. So when she I'm started so excited this show, she was 32. About what happens in the next episode. It's iconic. Eek. I can't wait to see. Man, stuff is happening thick and fast. Miranda needs to take a chill pill. <laughs> I'm glad Steve got to... I, I feel like everyone just got to kind of like be brutally honest. Miranda was brutally honest about how she was feeling. And in turn, Steve got to be like, yeah, you're being a huge dick. <laughs> I understand you feel this way, but listen up. And Carrie was honest about her feelers and worries. And Alexander was about his. Like I... Bridget Samantha was honest with Smith Jared. I'm so excited for the next episode because there's just like one thing that you don't know that is like going to be so fun for you. Oh my God. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to discover. It's the icing on top of the cock. Oh, I, as I, I hated that. As I said it, no, (laughs) um, no, no, no. I liked it. We're coining it. Okay. Icing on top of the cock. Uh, who did you resonate with, my beautiful angel? I resonated with Steve because sometimes I just want to spend four days doing nothing um, and reading in the woods. But on the flip side, I resonate with Miranda a little in that I do get a little stir crazy. Um, I resonated with, I don't know, I think with Carrie just in the, I have the conversation about kids with myself quite often for a lot of different reasons. And like we've we've talked about this a little bit. but Yeah. I like do want, I do very much want kids, but I also have some really compelling reasons that I'm not sure I actually want to have kids. So I don't know. I think it's going to be a conversation whenever I get to a point where I'm thinking about it, that like, I will also have to have this kind of serious conversation with myself and a partner. And yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't know that Carrie does. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know if she does either. Who did you resonate with? Uh, I actually resonated with Samantha because I feel like. Yeah. I feel like with. um, And like she and Jared have been dating for Lord knows how long because a time doesn't mean anything on the show. But. um, Yep. Like. Having to tell uh, like a, a partner something serious that's going on. Especially yes. like. Even like a newer partner like well even not like I remember like when Alex like we found out about Alex's cancer even like I was like not dating someone at the time but I was like definitely like yep I remember that in the throes of something emotional um that I was like I don't know if I should tell this person and on the other side of that I was like I haven't at my my big my like ex that I'm really close with was like he was like the one of the first person that I reached out to. So just like yeah. that, like it's like who you. It's like surprising both to me that Samantha hadn't told him already, but like obviously we know Samantha's true. I don't know. I think like when really really difficult things are happening, I like sort of clam up in a way that most times I'm like an open book. Well, and I do think Samantha's avoidant, but I also think thinking the best here that like a lot of it was done out of love in a way, like not wanting to hurt him, but also he was on a film shoot, not wanting to worry. No, absolutely. And understanding that he cares a lot about her. Yeah. Um, I I get that. I think too, like, uh, carry a little bit, just that like 
you know, that's just like one of those like panics about totally. like a little thing becomes a big thing. Um, yeah. But it seems like it's a good panic for Carrie this time. And she doesn't let herself lose her head. Yeah. She like brings him along with her and allows him to like in on what she's worrying about. And it works so much better. Yeah. It's interesting. And I'm like sort of segueing into ploppability now, if that's okay. Yeah, let's do it. Just please. because like I was just thinking about how, you know, when we were first doing this and in the first like three and a half, four seasons, it was like we would pause a lot more to like share anecdotes. Like we had more like we resonated more with them and like the experiences they were having because like but now they're all like sort of settling down and like in serious relationships and there's like yeah babies and yeah. there's like weddings and there's like conversations I mean 38 is a lot further from well now we're 20 years five and 26 now we're 20 years yeah. younger right no almost no no <laughs> sorry no no <laughs> closer to 15 <laughs> Well, Samantha, you know, 45 is, but yeah, still. Sorry, I just did a horrible math. It's um, okay. I always do a horrible math. But I think, like, plopability, like, in terms of could this episode be in 2019, like, absolutely, I think that it could. Um, Agreed. I think that it's just, like, plopability in terms of our ability to resonate with it, I think, is there, as the seasons have gone on, has gotten less and less. Yeah. No, I would agree with you. That's a good observation. I don't think I thought about it that specifically, but it it makes sense. Yeah. And yeah, they are at significant life events in a way that like we are not. And now. like that being said, I think if the show six seasons in was still like tromping around the city, I would not enjoy it. Agreed. It would be, I don't think it would have had this lasting power that it did because I think these are the the episodes that have like... I mean, people love all of it for good reason, but I feel like these are the episodes that give the soul its, like, heart, the show its heart and soul. Yeah. And that people remember the feeling of, even if not the specifics. Yeah. You know? Totally. Um, Darren Stars? Um, I give it seven and a half out of ten Darren Stars. Interesting. I liked the episode. I just like it was and I'm I'm impressed with the level of communication that our girl Carrie's having. It just like didn't excite me in the way that some of the more other recent episodes. I agree with that. I don't really care about the Charlotte part. Well, what what Charlotte part? Well, right. Nothing. Charlotte has become the Samantha in this episode. Well, she just like, you know, we resonate with Charlotte because she wasn't present. I also don't love the Miranda plot. I mean, I do because it's very Miranda, but I'm like. You know, you know, I think I would probably give it mm, probably a seven. Yeah. Similar reasons. Yeah. That scans. Yeah. Um, that tracks, baby. Do you have a delta up and a delta down of your week? Oh, boy, do I. Um, my delta up is that Ari is back as of today, which was so good to see him. I'm working from home today. Um, which I think I said earlier, and so I got to see him when he came back, which he's the best. And we have a great new roommate, which is really fun and exciting, and he cooks, which is also very fun and exciting. Uh, my Delta Down is, I think my humidifier is leaking, no. unfortunately. It's not that old, but I'm pretty sure. And so it, I might be able to warranty it. We'll see, but I'm sad about that. Mm -hmm. And this... Um, the sweet, sweet phlegm in my chest mm. is uh, dragging me down metaphorically and physically. 
Um, How about you? My Delta top is certainly my haircut. Yo. And um, I'm excited about a lot of things. My friend is coming to visit tomorrow. <laughs> Um, oh, and Kyle is here all month, which yes, I haven't said on the podcast. He su- surprised me last um, Sunday or last Saturday and was like, I'm in L.A. F- until the 26th like, of March. And I was like, that's the whole month. It's so incredible. Um, I just like had dinner with him on Sunday and I just was in shock the whole time. I bet. Um, and my Delta. Oh, that was my other Delta app I meant to say. I had a really nice dinner with friends who I haven't seen in a while and like a good crew on Tuesday and um our friend Brendan made an insane meal including he spatchcocked an entire chicken it was Wait, so Brendan good. did that or Zach ah uh, Brendan huh yeah it was delicious anyway sorry I interrupted no um my delta down was just like my my ma- moment of panic wow Fred is cleaning himself right now and it is just like stunning Ugh. to watch everything he does is stunning oh he's so elegant as he bathes oh he's so gorgeous it's like Oh, he's such a cat, you know? Um, <laughs> I very much do. Oh, I could watch it. I'm like, oh, anyway. Um. <laughs> that noise is so so funny and apt. It's just the like overcome by cat noise. Oh, I just, uh, he's just so, uh. <laughs> um, my delta down is that I just like, you know, my cripple, my anxiety. But it's manifesting in new ways, which is fun. Yeah, so fun. Um uh that that's it right bridget yeah where can i find you on social media (laughs) (laughs) you've paused this is the you guys you should know that every time we get to this point in recording bridget pauses um and i don't oh my god it did it again every time we get to social media i think it's just i don't know it knows it's just a little i have like a really good series of screenshots (laughs) um So, yes, if you wanted to find me on social media, you could find me raining on Twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman. And you could find me trolling Instagram at Brooke Wiseman no underscore. And if you put an underscore, I will. What should what would I do, Bridget? Um, make it so you can only ever clean yourself like a cat does. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, what about you? Social media, ma'am? Oh, yes, I'm here, uh, and you can find me on Twitter, at Mrs. Burt Macklin. You can also find me on Instagram, at BridgetM37. Wow. And uh, I promise you good things if you do. Won't uh, I won't tell you what they are, but they will be good. Ooh, I'm excited for that. I'll follow mm-hmm. you. <laughs> it's just a, just a little blood contract I need you to sign first, and oh, then yeah. we'll I'll uh, get, get right to the I'll good get stuff. that vial sh- express shipped to New York tomorrow. Thanks. Um, Thanks. What and if collectively we are at Splat Podcast on all on of the things Instagram, Twitter, Gmail, all of it. Talk to us, love us, great. We love you. Pick us, subscribe. choose us, love us. <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe. We for the last subscribe for the last four to seven episodes. <laughs> wow, wow, we wow. Here we go. Here we go. Bye. Uh, oh, is that it? Bye. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Okay. Bye. 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 bye indeed. Bye. Bye.